I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes. And I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates, proud educators, and most importantly, husband, husband and wife. wife. And you're listening to After School, School Talk, Talk Podcast. Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of After School Talk. Well, I am your co-host, Mr. Dukes, and I'm your other co-host, Dr. Dukes. By now, how many of y'all can actually say it with me when we get to the hello, hello, hello part? Probably all y'all. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody, repeat after us. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it is go time with another episode. Uh, so, but before we get into anything, okay. Sorry. Um. Oh well. Well, this is the episode after Valentine's weekend. Yes. Doctor Deuce, how was your Valentine's weekend? Amazing. That's great. Did your husband do something special for you? <laughs> take you out of town? Take you to some nice restaurant? Anything like that? Um, yes, he did. He took me out of the house. It was a very nice restaurant. That's I had a great up. time. That's what's up. I was surprised by everything. That's what's good. up. I had no idea. That's what's I up. I have no complaints. I was like a little kid. Giddy the whole weekend. I hear that. Congratulations. Well, he thank mu- you. He must love you. He does. That's what it is. I hope he enjoyed it as well. I hope I was a good uh, friend to go out with. Uh, He probably enjoyed it. Probably? He probably did. He probably enjoyed it. I hope he knows he is not six feet away from me. So I <laughs> this this gonna come up a hostile environment uh, real quick. Yeah, it was cool though. I definitely enjoyed it. I'm glad I set it up and, and, and made moves on it. But yeah, it was it was good. Good. Um, so what you got going on? You know, my I'm gonna say what mine is after. What's your work life looking like right um, now? Right now, uh this is my first time doing this, but I'm the an advisor for a particular club. And we got to get ready for it next year, starting now. So uh, it's something in my, your eye. my next couple of weeks. <laughs> Sorry, my you next just couple keep weeks. Oh, um, it's gonna be kind of busy with. Uh, I don't know why she got to call me. Like, y'all don't. We're not on YouTube right now. So why does she have to call me out about different things? I have. I have no idea. I don't get it. I don't get it at all me, whatsoever. That is me about authenticity. Good night. That when I'm talking to somebody and they have rubbed their eye at least twenty times, I'm Man. like. You got COVID in your eye? Good. Look at this. See? See what I got to deal with? Did it reach your eye? Anyway. Do you um, have a temperature? <laughs> all right. We're over and out. Peace. <laughs> um. No. Anyway. So, um, yeah, being advisor so, yeah, club. Yeah, advisor for a club, and we got to get ready for next year. Um. So, it's a it's a lot of work for the next couple of weeks to, to get packets out and get everything back in and get stuff evaluated. And packets then for what? For their acceptance. For, for like it. this is basically like for new members. You're, yeah, for you're new members. in the season of Getting gaining new, new members. Yeah, for okay. next year. All so right. yeah, they gotta fill out their packet and all that kind of stuff and they gotta get people to look over it. But um yeah, next couple of weeks, next the, the next month will be kind of busy with that. And then of course, teaching. <laughs> on and top of the, being in a club advisor. And all that goes with that. What about you? What you got going on? We are in homecoming. Homecoming. Y'all doing homecoming Home. even during... Y'all, so when I used to do homecomings at the high schools that I worked at, my husband, who was still fooling around with his eyes, just let y'all know that, he, he used to tease me because of my southern accent. I would say homecoming. Homecoming. And I still don't hear it, to be honest homecoming. with you. In my mind, I said it the way... Nobody hears their own accent. You yeah. just talk. You just talk. So yeah, you don't. You definitely want to hear. And that. I, just, I don't know if it was a meeting or I something, and you went homecoming. <laughs> I was like, "What homecoming?" So homecoming for us is underway at the university I work at. Um, this is my first year. Um, being one of the leads for homecoming, 
uh i guess really delete i don't know it's a lot but uh, you know we're doing our thing um uh breaking glass ceilings uh really being innovative during this covid time and yes our homecoming events are in person um which has been a huge challenge because we can't do things traditionally how we would which is let's say if we're having a um a performance by whether it's a comedian or a singer or something we can't you know have 200 students in the auditorium and those kind of things so we are having to utilize streaming services and limited capacity in different rooms creating watch parties for students to watch in different locations where we know they can be um, safely social distance so it takes a lot of work but it is possible so i'm just proud that we are really like still doing the uh experience of homecoming but safely yeah. and hopefully that students can see the you know the work that we're doing i definitely hope y'all have a successful week event well i know it's gonna be an eventful week but um Ooh, eventful and all our events are outside so please pray oh boy yeah we already expecting rain on monday i was say with a different kind of weather situation going on all over the country right now yeah and what's crazy yeah. is you know um pain homecoming you know with tailgate and all that kind of stuff we may have on a jacket or a sweatshirt when we get out there in February, but it's it's normally not that bad. It's just now, we don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, this year's a trip. Right. This winter season. Mm-hmm. But anyway, on to our next thing. Um, Go ahead, our supporters. Board. At this moment, we want to tell a show special appreciation for our podcast supporters. We have the Bowtie Planners, the Cam K. Way, the Skin Society, Mar- uh, Marietta Smile Gallery with Dr. Michael Thomas. Taste buds, nostalgia, clothing, real fit, and distinctive creations. Visit our webpage at www.therighteffect.com and click on podcast to visit our supporters section. Make sure you click on each supporter's logo and tell them we sent you. All right, Doc, so what are we talking about today? Okay, so we're going to take a right moment. We are comparing um, some musical pieces between two artists, um, Jasmine Sullivan and Beyonce. Um, but I also want to talk about how can this be used in the classroom, Classroom, so using music to facilitate class discussions or um, connecting students to different pieces of work is definitely a great tactic to use in the classroom. Um, there's a list, don't know if it was on Facebook or Twitter, where they went through different young adult books and what albums correlated with the book. So whether it was Kendrick Lamar album, um, I think they might have had a outcast album yeah and it was different so i have like the wish list of books on amazon of where i was my intentions was like actually go through and do the work but that was when i was in the middle of getting the degree so did not have the time for that but i've we've utilized this before in the classroom or in my mentoring programs of taking bodies of music that they know the artist or they know of the artist and we or we can introduce them to the artist and really tie those things together um and then thinking of it, I was like, okay, clearly, if we're talking about, it's easy to take some R&B songs and tie it into Romeo and Juliet, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's easy to do some historical, um, to take some songs from Kendra Lamar or the, who's the little boy, a little baby song and tie it into like civil rights movement and tell students like, let's, let me use what they're listening to to paint that picture for them, right? Mm-hmm. But I felt, I really felt bad for you and math as a math teacher and science teachers, if y'all don't really get the space to connect pop culture or things like that into your lessons. Right. We got to carve that time out on our own. Right. Right. And so my thing was, I think when you can build some rapport with your students and 
uh have those moments that maybe it could be a part of just a suggestion that it could be a part of the ending time in class that you would say hey if we get through this lesson you guys do what you need to do we will carve out the last 15 minutes to do our discussion of this or you know do round robin about different things it's just gonna have to be where you know it's not necessarily tied to the curriculum yeah but it definitely definitely could be tied to some character building. Right. So there is a way to let your administrators and those who are coming in evaluate you to see we're doing this because it ties to this learning objective that builds this character. And it might be a part of effective classroom management. Mm. Like you can almost use it to say, hey, if you do X, Y, and Z these first 40 minutes, we'll be able to do this the last 10 minutes. So, mm-hmm. you know, it can can work in that regard as well. It's an incentive. Yeah. You know, just like with, with um, what's the game? The Among Us game? Yeah. I've seen where teachers are like, yes, I literally will post um the winner, you know, for the week of who, who won or did whatever. And that's that's a thing because, oh, we want to hurry up and get through. Let's do it. Yes, I'm learning. All right, great. And, and truth be told, that's why I hate when people do the whole, well, your lesson should be interesting and they want to do it. I don't want to learn about the Pythagorean theorem. Shut it up. Shut that up. Don't just say about math. Sorry. Okay. I don't want to learn about. Um, yeah, but I always get on math. Well, I tell you. I know. I don't. And want that's to... always the go-to theorem. Oh. The Pythagorean theorem. That's when we're going to use the Pythagorean theorem ever in life, <laughs> Not Mr. Never. Dude, probably never. But hey, as a part of the standard, let's get it on over. I get it. So okay. No, so I, I need something different. Yeah. Um. I don't want to do chemistry. I yeah. don't want to go through all of that. I just it's just not an interest of mine. But if I know, hey, if we do this, we get to do something that is more student centered, and I'm interested in. Then I don't want to read Shakespeare. Yes, yes. But you you know sometimes it's the pressure of y'all just people always saying that's because your lesson is more. If you're more interested, what? Okay, well you get up and teach this. You yeah. teach something that was created back in 1776, and see if somebody want to hear about it in 2020, 2021 now. Right. Yes. All right, so let's get into it. Let's get off into this thing. Okay, so um, one part about this that I want to uh, challenge one of my uh, fellow podcasters to is I want uh, Conversations with Mo to uh, also do an episode highlighting this. We were going to try to, she wanted to get together to do it. And because I'm in the midst of homecoming season and I literally got this one hour window right now. To get, to get some content out and I'm back into doing uh stuff for the, for my school and for my business. I was like, ah, I can. What, what we can do is record separately our thoughts of the albums and that gives people more content to listen to about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think that gives you a chance to hear the viewpoints of the album from a married woman and a single woman mm-hmm. because it's really, it's a heavy album and I didn't realize that. Had a friend call me and tell me like, you need to listen. Don't listen when Melvin around. It need to be like girl time for yourself because it's really heavy. Then I listened and was like, gotcha. I see where we're going with this. So the whole time, the the time that I've listened to her album is made me reflect on Beyonce's Lemonade because I think there's correlations between the two. So let's start with the fact that Jasmine album ML. Oh, this I'm going to say this too. First, let me say her album title is Hotels. And we ain't talking about Hotel Motel Holiday Inn. Okay, got that? So it's a play on words. Also, I like to say it's the bougie form of saying ho, which is the H-E-A-U-X version. So, great. Now, Melvin, being a man, not have you listened to the album or heard some songs? You've heard some songs. I know you heard Feelings or whatever that one is. Yeah, I'm, I'm an R&B person, so I'm going to listen to R&B. <sighs> Last week's episode may be 
a time that you don't want to say you're an R&B person? I'm, I'm still into sing. Okay, I'm still into singing. Okay. So when you look at singing <laughs> versus rapping, I ain't listening to rap over singing. I'm listening to singing over rap. Period. So yeah, I, I listened to the album. The album. I probably listened to the album before you did. You did. Oh, he's absolutely absolutely right. He will listen to, especially current R&B. He's going right. to hit that harder than I will. Um, Are we trying to take him back to last week? I know that boy said, who is that? Mint can who? Anyway. Dish. All right. So, you, in my opinion, do not exude toxic masculinity. Okay. And that you will be able to be a part of this discussion, but not from a defensive side. Because I feel like, or, or a um ignorant side of, of um you know, painting this double standard for women mm-hmm. that men, we, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this, but right. as men, I mean, as men, you can do this, you can do this, but as women, y'all can't do this, right? right? So I think that it helped with the conversation and then as you see things that you may not be aware of that you can kind of push and we can dig deeper through you facilitating the questions for this. Okay. Got it. So we have Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels, right? Yeah. Um, The first trigger for me on hotels oh also if you have any children in the room please ask them to leave as we have done with ours because this will be some sexually explicit content okay so jasmine's jasmine sullivan's hotels we get into the first trigger for me was ari's tale which is actually ari is she ariana lennox or just ari ari lennox ari lennox yeah i'm thinking about ariana grande baby yeah, you're doing too much listen so we have ari's tale on the hotels album there are different women who say like uh almost like a little snippet just a talking piece like we used to have in albums back in the day them little clips and y'all know outcast uh uh kim and cookie skit is our favorite so but it's not a skit it's the women being more honest and what i would say is that it really makes me think of uh the vulnerability to have to say these things on an album and admit them which are certain things that we only say to the closest of the closest homegirl. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even with this, you'll be in denial and don't want to say it because it makes you look stupid. Mm-hmm. Only, only way to say it. So Ari basically was saying, the first line is, I, I was damn near willing to just let him talk to me crazy. Mm-hmm. Right? And the whole, and it's, it's very quick, but what it's saying is that she was allowing so many things to happen um, with, with this, this guy. Mm-hmm. Because he had amazing sex. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's a, And I can admit that is what she was saying. And I love how she goes into like, Lord Jesus, I'm sorry, Lord. <laughs> like, I know. I know. But that's what was happening. We don't often uh, have a space as women to say that's what was going on. Right. Right. So you have to force yourself in a box where you... Mm. you have to kind of go at it like I'm in love with him or he loves me and it has to be this this entanglement of a true relationship because I don't want to be painted as a whole so is it that is it that she she's creating an actual uh love relationship because you said you gotta kind of paint it as Mm-hmm. We're, we're in love but it may not necessarily be that on it both may sides. not be that but women aren't necessarily empowered to say like he's i know what this is mm-hmm. i know how this relationship is really centered around sex and that's the best part of it and that's what i like but also how this 
sex has turned into something that is not beneficial to me anymore. Hence why I would let him talk to me crazy. I was about to let him ruin my career. Mm-hmm. Um, like I understand, but she literally says, but I, I know what like that, that made me feel so amazing that I was willing to like risk it all for that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So if, if you say that, what if, what is society going to say about you? Like you stupid, you dumb. Yeah. So you create Do this. Do he love you? This next thing. He don't even love you. Yeah. So you create create this false sense of there really being a relationship there when it's really not. It's not. Um, <clears throat> and it's funny because on the man side, uh, we would look at it the same way or we would do the same things, but we would have a different uh perspective of it all. It's like, yeah, I, I do this for, yeah, I do this for, but you know, I'm I'm just in it for the sex. That's it. Yeah. And it's like no big deal. No big deal. No big deal. But then when the woman turn around and do that, girl, you can't be doing all that for him and that's all y'all doing together. Y'all ain't no real relationship. He don't really love you. He just using you for da 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 da. Imagine when he telling his homeboy, he just treating you like a and then you got all this going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it's it's more weight for the woman yeah. than the man. You can you can do it and walk away from it. But truth now, here's the thing. At the very end, when she says, "Please God, understand this is just my truth. This mm-hmm. is just my truth." She keeps repeating, "It's just my truth," and that's a powerful moment to say, "I need to be honest about why I keep sticking around in in this." Right? Mm-hmm. And she's not talking about it in terms of something uh, nasty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She literally says it's invigorating. Like it gave me life. She feels she feels confident. She feels uh, in a sense of empowerment during those moments, right? And that's her truth. But I think we don't allow the like let's like allow you to have that space to just talk about it and say that's how I'm feeling. I was about to say, so where can that actually start then for women? If you don't have that space, where can it actually start? Or did Jasmine Sullivan just start it? I don't think she just started <laughs> it. I think she is continuing to push, push the narrative mm-hmm. of we there's there's not uh, push the limits that have been have been placed on women, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So mm, it really got me digging. Oh, Melvin, you asking questions? I yeah, you like you said like I should. Uh, no, but that was a good one because I feel like shouldn't that be first an opportunity like shouldn't that space first be held with me and homegirls really close girls Mm, okay yeah that it really and truthfully can call you out on it Mm -hmm. because i kind of painted this picture and i don't want to be embarrassed and da 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 da. Mm -hmm. they can be like girl we we know (laughs) we know what it is like it's okay no judgment judgment free zone with it is what i'm really pushing towards like Mm -hmm. that i can say this and you as homegirls understand what i mean by it Mm -hmm. because in truth men feel the same way they just don't have that that toxic masculinity we don't have have the pressure of of having that conversation with the homeboys right come on come on because we've seen it time and time again y'all keep getting back together and it ain't necessarily just her following you you keep texting back you keep coming back because you feel the same invigoration right right but you know that maybe necessarily the the ideals of a relationship and building a family together, all that ain't it. Mm-hmm. But somehow this connection that we've had in the bedroom is that deep. But you, like I said, you men feel like we can't say that. I can't say that I ain't connected with no girl on no right. I- emotional level. And then the girl is left where I, if I say that, it's not going to be taken as truth. It's going to be taken as like, no, nah, you just sleep around. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why, like, just that song right then when she was saying it, it was like, ooh. Not song, just no, just talking. Skit. Yeah, just the, the skit was is, like, uh, well, put it down. Yeah. yeah. So then we go into the put it down song. So then she takes it into a whole song and, and like, says, yeah, I, mm-hmm. he put it down. That's the, that's the whole thing about it. Sorry, somebody was calling me. Mm, boy, Leave me alone. Sorry. I'm going to open up the lyrics to the put it down song, though. Here's here's another thing. Can it be? Let's look at the lyrics. Yeah, he lived with his mama, but I treat him like a king. Yeah, every time he come around, he got me acting like a fiend. When he be asking me for money, I can never tell him no. And when he say he want to see me, I drop everything to go. I know he make me look crazy. I do whatever you say. Tell me the time and the place. You know what? You know that I'm on the way. Give him the keys to my car. He bring it back by tomorrow. I got whatever you need, long as you give, as long as you give me that D. Sound like my man handling business. <laughs> <laughs> See, and 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 that's the and oh, that's the ready. conversation on the men's side. Boy, you handling business. My boy doing his thing. My dog, you know, he he handling, he taking care of things. That's the conversation on our side. On y'all side is. Girl, you always doing everything for him. Mm-hmm. That's you always you always packing up and going. You always leaving us. You going always going to do stuff with him or doing stuff for him. You look crazy out here in these streets. <laughs> you look- he ain't doing nothing for you that we can see. But later mm-hmm. on, we find out that he's giving her the, the D. D. That's what he's doing yeah. for you. Yeah. Now and and if we really like I said this now this conversation going for like twelve episodes was really deep because then you would move over into when does it turn into. Uh, a non yeah abuse yeah. a non beneficial situation mm-hmm. like we shouldn't be you shouldn't be out here you you can't drive your car and you giving him money and all these kind of things due to that um but it, but the admittance of it should be let her say it let her live in her truth so that we can get to a place of saying is this how you want to continue rolling is that how you want to continue going it ain't my business it's and, not my business and, and then on the on the men's side it should be a conversation of. Bro, you shouldn't even be wanting to have your woman or make your woman do everything for you or anything. Like, you sh- you should be willing to, you know, stop what you're doing to go take care of her or uh, just not require so much from her. Like, you know, needing, needing her car or, you know, you still living with your mama and, and you, you going to holler at her. Like, you shouldn't even require all that anyway. Yeah. I, you should not require all of that. Shouldn't it be where if what I need from you is the D that... Regardless, if we're in a relationship, it's to be some type of reciprocation. Mm-hmm. So if, but it's equal. It's been discussed and and nobody feels ashamed mm-hmm. about it. That's I think that's the other flip side because let's be real now. He gives her the D mm-hmm. in exchange for money. Ain't that a hope? Yeah. Okay, but yeah. but we want we ain't, but for men like you just said, are oh, you doing it, man? You must be putting it down. Mm-hmm. No, you turning tricks. Oh, that's what you're doing. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. she even has a part in the song talking about women, you know, how you turn tricks and da da da. But I was like, that's exactly technically what Jasmine and Ari have explained mm-hmm. is that he's turning tricks. Mm-hmm. But the, you know, society doesn't paint that picture. It's more of, for a man. Because it ain't tricking if you got it. And in a sense, in his mind, in his homeboy's mind, he got it. So yes. it ain't tricking. Right. Yeah, that's what they think. But you don't. Because like she just said, you live with your mama. She has to give you your car mm-hmm. and X, Y, and Z. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
What you got, nigga? Oh, I didn't I know what you just did. <laughs> so, she goes on through these other songs, and, like, the other one that I feel like is the one that was, like, mm, another trigger was the um, Girl Like Me. So, pulling up lyrics to Girl Like Me, um, the chorus of um, Girl Like Me is, you must have wanted something different, still don't know what I was missing. What you asked, I would have given. It ain't right how these hoes be winning. Why they be winning? Um, no hope for a girl like me. How come they be winning? And I can't, and I ain't want to, and I ain't want to be, but you going to make a hoe out of me. Mm-hmm. So another vulnerable moment and i've learned this in talking to girls and um especially in mentoring programs with young girls in high school that the guy's attraction to the other female and not showing an attention to you will push you into being a a different person Mm -hmm. that you really don't want to be but you're just trying to get the attention of a man so like you gonna make a hoe out of me you know what you don't want me you don't want this let me go. Like she said, she went on Tinder. She went on Tinder and created her little profile. I'm about to get me somebody. Since you don't want this, somebody going to want it. And then you go into a role of being somebody due to the triggers of another man not wanting you. Not you just deciding. I'm about to go out here and date. Yeah. It's due to the triggers of him. Now I'm about to make somebody else want me. Right. And I think that th- I think the thing in why hotels and why women are like, whoo, is because it's true. Like, we have to really sit in it and be like, it's true. Mm-hmm. When you in high school go down the hallway and you wearing your little outfit that ain't showing your cleavage or whatever, and the other little girl getting attention, make you be like, hmm. Maybe I need to change it up. Yeah, maybe I need to do now that. You're going, Why? Now yeah. you're going against who you are right. to be somebody else to now force whatever it is you're trying to get. Right, 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 right. So then, on, and, and it's not a uncommon thing. It's just not as talked, it's just not talked about as freely as it should be mm-hmm. and the pressures of society of you got to get married you need to have your kids you need to do such and such i think is what creates the narrative that if you're not doing that then you must be a whole or you must be problematic or something that's wrong with you mm-hmm. versus this is just how i live mind your business yeah here's the question uh what is it girl you got all this going on what's 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 wrong with you yes i had Why a grown man ain't, tell ain't me ain't one married? time that if you see a woman and she over 32 and she ain't married, they'll let you know something wrong, something wrong. with her. I was like, hmm? Well, what? What? Why does it have to be something's wrong? Why isn't that? I I don't know. She's just choosing not to yeah. uh, be in a relationship because she got her own things going on. Like mm-hmm. personal stuff, uh, business stuff, uh, career-wise. Like, there's so many other things it could be. But the narrative of society is there's something wrong with her. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to think about your single friends or single guys, you know, when you ever heard somebody say, you know, he ain't got no wife. Something wrong with him. That that ain't, that ain't, it's a, it's a man's world. <laughs> it's a man's world. So, we ain't gonna say nothing to put each other down. That, listen, okay. So, you saying that is what made me say the feminism in hotels, which is the empowerment of women, yeah. which is us owning our truth and all of that is very heavy and it took me back to Beyonce's Lemonade, mm. where it was like, Beyonce was like, this ain't a man's world. Mm-hmm. This is not. Not on this album. Not in these visuals. I'm going to have women that are strong, that are unified. But in particular, if we really get into the context of things, feminism and black feminism are two different things. Feminism and black feminism. Okay. Those are two different things. Okay. Because feminism can be fighting for the for the rights of all women. women. Mm-hmm. But are you really fighting for the rights of all women? 
Maybe not. No, I'm not gonna say everybody not, but there's yeah. a possibility that you're not. It listen, if you ever can to all the listeners, if you could ever get Brittany Cooper's book, Doctor Brittany Cooper, the Professor of Crunk, her book, her book, Eloquent Rage. She has a whole chapter about Beyonce and Lemonade. Um, she has different uh, videos on YouTube. You can hear her speak, but she really gives you more context into what Black feminism is, and then how an album like Lemonade really speaks to Black women beyond just music, and why it was so um, alluring to watch it. Because for men, you could be sitting there and you're like, "Oh, just like hotels, you can listen and it sound like a bop," but for us, it was like, "Wait." So you tell them a story. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing about hotels. It is a, a story. like, And that, I think that's why I appreciate the actual album. Because it tells a story from beginning to end. It tells you starting off, uh, I done got drunk. I messed around with somebody for the night. You know, mm-hmm. I done did it again. I can't remember what he looked like. Da, 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 da. What I done did. My mama going to be mad at me if she find out I done did this again. <laughs> then we get into her getting into a relationship and messing that up. Then forcing herself into relationships, and now it's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just putting myself on anybody. But then by the end, it's like, no, pick yourself up and do what you need to do to, to kind of get yourself in under control or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then go out there when you really realize that you're ready for a relationship. Then go and make it make it do what it do. Mm-hmm. So I, I just like the storyline of hotels because, like I say, it, it takes me back to how albums used to be. There was, there was a storyline from beginning to end. It made sense. It yeah. was it was uh, intentional. Yeah, very intentional. And then you brought up what the part where she messed up with somebody. Love how the tale for that was a lesbian. Mm-hmm. So we we went into a different aspect of it. Yeah, this ain't always boy bo, uh, boy girl relationship. Let's mm-hmm. hear this girl talk about how she lost the love of her life, which is another female. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent transition. Now on one end, we are hearing Jasmine who is single. And talking about her, wh- trouble. her troubles. But Beyonce was married. Mm-hmm. And that's how we really get into some, woo, this some deets. Woo. She's married. And I remember you and I were standing in the, in the, in the um, oh goodness, at the door of the living room. And we, was, we were watching Lemonade on the screen. And we weren't even sitting down. We were standing up. That's how intense it was. It was like, when the commercial going to come on so we can sit down? Because we were locked in. And when she did the song... Was it sorry? No, when she did don't hurt yourself don't hurt yourself. And we realized like at the end she said, You you do that shit again, you're gonna lose your wife. Mm-hmm. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Is she saying Jay Z cheated on her? Did Jay Z do it cause we know your husband. Mm-hmm. We we know who so him we, is. So we think. Yes, right? Like we we know the cover. Yes. Like we know the outside uh being of, of Jay Z. But it was a whole deep thing. So I remember like it was like, Oh my gosh. And then she went into sorry. You know, like I ain't sorry. You, and then to say like I left I left a note in the hallway. By the time you read it, I'd be far away. Like I, she was letting you know like you have done something that has truly hurt me, and because of that X Y and Z. Now let's really go into the vulnerability of things, right? Mm-hmm. How vulnerable do you have to be to tell the world that I, who is often viewed, who I'm often viewed as the most beautiful the woman in the world in the game, yes, mm-hmm. right? And he even said it got the hottest chick in the game wearing, wearing my, chain, my chain, right? That even I have dealt with infidelity mm-hmm. and not being able to trust a man, and but I have kids with him and X, Y, and Z, but still standing in her truth of, but I'm I'm going to still continue to do go handle this relationship how I feel. Mm-hmm. If I feel like we need to go to counseling and that we're gonna still rock this thing out and and be together, that's what she chose to do, mm-hmm. right? And 
I think there's an empowerment in how the visuals and everything was women uh, supporting her in everything. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the women looking, and that's why I think the women who were like, "See, I want the men with no da da da." We talking about you. Right. A lot about a lot of what black feminism is is being there for your homegirls, mm-hmm. right? And that we have to understand that sometimes we do have to have those spaces where you can explain and we can really dig deeper into why things are going on, so that we can't offer the proper support for you. Yeah, and not just being there for your homegirl, um, but being open and honest and and truthful about. The advice you give or what you what you taking in from you know how she's dealing with her relationship because mm-hmm. you do have some where it's like oh yeah girl just stick in it no matter how you getting treated but then you have somewhere it's like wait a minute wait wait wait, wait, wait. you getting treated this kind of way mm-hmm. it's time to maybe pack up and leave give some some ultimatums or something like that mm-hmm. and and then we can did I say word right ultimatum ultimato ultimate ultimatum Girl, I don't know. Give some uh consequences. <laughs> you know what I'm trying you to say. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Ultimatum. Um, but anyway, yeah. So you you got to be open and honest when when you having them girl conversation, and even guy conversation. But since we're talking about females, yeah, but it's, right but it's now, females. It's females, yeah. right? And <laughs> what they bring up too when you think about it that the Lemonade album has the um footage of Malcolm X saying the most disrespected person in America is the black Black woman. woman. And I'm using that context to take you through all of the trials and tribulations of the black woman. Because keep in mind, on Lemonade is still formation. Yeah. And in the visuals of formation of dealing with um, police brutality, dealing with the people of New Orleans, like she had civil rights movements and black feminism all tied into the loop, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the idea that black women will be at the forefront. So keep in mind, as a black woman who started the Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. we'll be in the forefront of doing these things for the black community, particularly for black males and helping and support, but we still at the bottom of the barrel mm-hmm. when it comes to somebody helping and supporting us. Mm-hmm. So for her to take a film and say, everything in this film will be the the black woman be centered around it's gonna be centered around that and then they have these afro uh the the afro futuristic look to it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like it's it was just powerful but at the time you kind of looking at it like almost like jasmine sullivan just the surface of women and relationships and emotions Mm -hmm. but not really digging deeper into into understanding like why is black women do we do we um do we go through these things and take the crap that we take? And get the. I say we. You <laughs> take the take the crap that y'all take. This is true. This is true. Like what? What? I mean, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but it, it's a. I don't know. Why do you do it? Because, like we said before, I said you like you. <laughs> right. You doing, right. But but it's like we said before. It has not been created that space. To have these conversations, and I think the one of the one of the purposes of these two albums is to comfortably say, "Hey, it's okay to talk about it." Even I go through it, even I went through mm-hmm. it, even I've gone through it, but I bounce back. I'm doing X, Y, and Z now. So you, you maybe use these albums to to have these conversations. Start playing this song right here, and let's have a conversation about it. the same way we're doing this podcast right now. But go into your girl talk route. Mm. Uh, 
Okay, so I get what you're saying. Because on both albums, we see a beginning of a hurt point. Yeah, there you and go. And I get with my girl group, and my girl group take me to this to this ending mm-hmm. point. Yeah. It's the joining of the, the women together to say that's how we get here. Mm-hmm. We're going to join together and we get to this point. Because even in, mm-hmm. in both, they, they start off in, in, like, they in a place by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I, This oh. just happened. I'm having these thoughts by myself. But as the, the uh, album is going on, I started to get with this girl, this friend, start talking about to these people. Now I got people backing me up. Now I'm feeling better by myself. Now I'm ready to conquer the world. Mm-hmm. All of that is happening in both of these albums. So, like I said, it, it starts with in a place of, you know, I'm, I'm, this is how I'm feeling right now. So, but you get to a point where it's like, all right, let me go talk about it to somebody else. That was crazy. Because you quick to be like, I don't do no academic talk. I don't be knowing. Nothing. Like, whatever. You just literally went through what each narrative label was for beyonce's lemonade and i never and i, and I like like i said I, I didn't pay attention to the connection of all of it but you said we started off by myself right mm-hmm. and i'm kind of going through these things and then i end up like okay i'm gonna take over the world i got it together right so we go from she went from intuition mm-hmm. how she was feeling mm-hmm. yeah denial that ain't and that, yep she's still in her mind in her own head about <sighs> what's going on now the next one i want to make sure i say it right of how this connects see this is what we got the internet for apathy and apathy is when you lack motivation to do anything mm-hmm. so uh, she she still still kind of either way she's still in her head mm-hmm. she's still in her own head about things because i think that to me and this is what i'm feeling about with the apathy part um i was trying to relate it to the to the um jasmine sullivan and hers The lack of motivation to do anything, I think, kind of goes back to that feeling of, well, the, having a almost a lack of identity now mm-hmm. of, well, who am I? You feel like you're completely broken. Yeah. And who I, am I? I? What am I supposed to do? Yes. Is can't this, move I, on. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I, that's the exact feeling I was, I was, yes, Melvin. Um, then we go from apathy to, did I lose my, my spot? Probably did. Uh-uh. That's what I get for changing the screen, trying to look up the word. Apathy. I want to make sure I say that right. Oh, Jesus. We were having such a good conversation. Leave me alone. Reformation. Mm-hmm. So she done talked to a homegirl. Now it's like, mm-mm, girl. Get it together, girl. Get it together. Bounce back. Let's, <laughs> Let's go. go. Get it together. <clears throat> was Re... If anybody out there listening, because I don't want to look it up right now, I'm missing my screen, but was Reformation Six Inch Heels? That I have no idea. That would go good. She walked in the club and nobody's business. Like, she stack of money, stay on the grind. Like, I'm just, hey, get it together. Like your friends say, hey, focus on this. We got to get it together. Oh, Jesus. Okay, we know. We know. That's not song, baby. (laughs) Next is forgiveness. Or forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Hope and then redemption. I think depending on what the situation is, sometimes it's that you got to forgive yourself. I was just about to say, forgiveness doesn't always mean you're forgiving somebody else and you're moving on with them. Or it could mean that you, okay, you know what? You did mess up, but I forgive you. We can still be friends, but we're not moving forward in this relationship. In this relationship. So just because I forgive you don't mean we got to keep moving in the same way. Because it's almost like with the bodies um, for Jasmine Sullivan, she like, oh, I done did this again, and da, da, da. but you got to forgive yourself for that. Mm-hmm. You got to think about the space she was in and what she was going to forgive yourself for that, and then let's get it together. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to, well, and getting it together, I think that's the hope part. 
in counseling, they always say like, if you can find some reason or something to look forward to that hope that you can get there. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when you get the redemption, everything's back together. We back on the grind. Mm -hmm. We back here on tour together and we in love. Yeah, yeah. I am back feeling myself. I'm out here singing at the Super Bowl. I don't care about what's, what's happening in the band. I ain't in the no right now. I'm just chilling, just cooling. Mm -hmm. Singing songs, like you said, at, at the Super Bowl. And it, there is now, this is crazy. Like now, I, may, I, may, I almost wish I had a, like outlined all of this before we started because I really just wanted to talk about it. Don't do your eyes like that. No, oh, this is what I'm saying is I just want to talk from the sense of sometimes you just need an organic conversation. Yeah. Because when you say things and you've already mapped out things, having the beauty of aha moments is is not there. It's very, but I'm going to say this. Tied into the next episode of you saying your feelings and stuff about um, like you said earlier, by getting with conversation with Mo, mm -hmm. you doing your spiel from a married woman's point of view, she doing her spiel from a single woman's point of view. Mm. That could be two episodes right there. Boom, boom, boom. Look at you. Wait, boom, boom. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, because boom, 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 be three. That's yeah. why you had to do See y'all. I can't fool with him. Then I'll clean it up at the end. So that's, that's why I said three, boom, 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 boom. I'll clean it up at the end. Help both of y'all. Yeah. I, I want... So, what I'm going to do... Like I say, I want Mo to talk about hers. And I can listen to that one. And then she can listen to hers. And we can, you know, dissect and go from there. Um, But I also want to utilize Dr. Cooper's interpretation of black feminism to talk about what it looks like for the average woman. Mm. And how do I build my strengths by admitting my truths. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So being able to say, yes, he put it down. That's why I've been out here running around, leaving my homegirls at the stove because <laughs> he didn't told me he up the street and da, da da da. Or yes, he cheated on me. I'm feeling hurt. I don't know what to do. And then how do how do speaking those truths help me to build my strength? Mm -hmm. And versus trying to be in denial. And then I think really and truthfully, like Beyonce gave us the blueprint of building your strength, going from that intuition all the way to redemption. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Which oh wait, one more thing before I close. So we said with Beyonce the intuition was like you cheating on me. What's Jasmine? What what was her intuition? What was her like, hmm? Wait a minute. That she done messed up and did this whole uh going out being with uh, That she got hotels because of what well, yeah. he did to her yeah. versus I really want to go out here and have these hotels. It was more like a I'm, wait a minute. Kind of out here doing this because I'm feeling a certain kind of way about right. the way men have been treating me, I'm, and that's I'm how doing, I'm doing this with the wrong intention. I'm doing this because of the wrong reason, mm -hmm. as opposed to no, I just want to go out here and let okay, single. I just want to go out here and have sex. Period. Mm -hmm. Not no, oh, I got to be tied in with this person, or I got to do it because I'm I'm drunk and not, no, I'm I'm gonna build relationships here and there. I ain't gonna be straight horn, but I still want to do my thing because I'm single. I can do that. I can do that. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Makes sense to me. All right, then, y'all. So let's make sure we uh keep this conversation going. Uh, share this with your friends, your homegirls. Get you some mimosas like we did. <laughs> We've been sipping on mimosas this morning. And y'all can chat about it. Again, the albums are Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels and Beyonce Lemonade. Um, comparing the two. Also going through and looking at the lemonade of the name of the narratives. And going through and seeing how that plays into building, um, using your truths to build your strength. And make sure you share and like the podcast follow us on twitter and instagram if you don't know the names go listen to those episodes and we'll tell you there yep and we'll see you when we see you we'll holler at you at the next episode peace